ones and twos, my friend Mike Vital. Mike, what are you having for breakfast? Uh, well, I'll tell you what. It was Christmas for me this morning. Yeah, I had yeah. Doritos <laughs> and Mountain Dew. Oh, Thanks to Van. Thanks both you guys. I appreciate doing the show for you guys. You guys are great. They're, isn't that kind? Well, we treat you right, buddy, because you're so amazing back there on the ones and twos. No, you, we can't help uh, it. No, so you guys kind. are great. You guys are, and I appreciate that. Because I left here after 1 o'clock because what? of the isotopes. Who? The isotopes came because of lightning and thunder in the area. They had to postpone it for two and a half. It was 2.55. Look, Vital, the isotopes are a team from the Simpsons. That's made up stuff. <laughs> I don't know I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. Vapor lock. Whatever. Vapor lock. That was the problem. This morning. Good morning, Van. How was your week, buddy? I had a wonderful week, Fred. Did, did John very, Gruden, did very you have, productive. Did you have the week John Gruden had? Man, Hard Knocks is back. That's a good thing. That is a good thing. It's a, it's a staple of my football obsession, which has just dwindled so significantly. After watching one week of preseason games? I hate preseason football. I hate preseason football more than than possibly anything. And it's not necessarily the game on the field. It's the fandom of the game. It's whenever people in public places or the day job or literally outside anything outside this microphone, when they try to talk to me about preseason football. No, I did not see the walk-on quarterback from the local college that is just filling a roster spot. <laughs> I did not see that. Can you believe that, Van? Can you believe that I didn't see... Well, you didn't watch. That's why you didn't see it. You didn't put out the effort to watch anything. Also, you know, I did. It's a grab bag. It was highlights, you... though. I only watch no, highlights. If if somebody puts a a gif on Reddit, I will watch that. If there's a a one handed Victor Cruz style preseason over the back, look what I did. By the way, there's 150 people on the sideline, so you can't really even see what's going on because it's it's a college sideline. All of a sudden. That, okay. Yeah, that's fine. There's one good story. No, there's not. There is. There's one. from L- there, Literally one, Fred. We've had one week of preseason football. And I got one good story for you. Okay. You want to hear it? So there would have been at or near 16 games. Um, there would have been probably 500-something players appear this past weekend. There would have been even uh, maybe double that in fans. And you're telling me there was one moment. Yeah, for sure. Okay, I'm ready. Well, one episode of Hard Knocks okay. was, was better than 16 football games. The but best. We, do got, we do got one feel-good story, though, for you, Fred. Okay. Wide receiver, Damon Sheehy Giuseppe. No, here, okay, I can already tell you I don't care. That's a real, that's a real name, Sheehy Giuseppe. Okay. Of the Cleveland Browns. Close your eyes and spell it. Okay. S-H-E-H-E-E. G U I. Can you use it? In a sentence. I was so wrong. <laughs> so super wrong. I wasn't even close. Yeah, he got the 86 yard punt return touchdown in the fourth quarter. It was garbage time, but still, it was a great story. Oh, yeah. He, he scored a touchdown against some JV guys. So this kid, young Damon, I think they were fourth string by that time. A big surprise, Albuquerque listener. Apple is a better fruit than banana. Big surprise. 2460610. Tell me I'm wrong. Sheehy Giuseppe, 86-yard touchdown. This kid was sleeping outside of the Browns facility four weeks ago. No, he wasn't. 
met a dude in the parking lot. No, he didn't. Talked him into getting a tryout. Who's the dude? Uh, here, it's, it's got to be somewhere. No, it's these. not. It is. This is not a real story. Alonzo. Oh, you met Alonzo? I met Alonzo. Yeah, well, he's with the cleaning crew? <laughs> yeah. He's janitor Alonzo. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, this kid begged for a spot. I imagine. Sleeping in the streets. Nope. Working out. Not true. Got a chance. Uh-huh. Took it to the house. No, he didn't. Mobbed by his whole team. So you're telling me. All 80 dudes. 30 of them aren't even going to make the team. What team? Everybody mobbed them. The Cleveland Browns. The upstart Cleveland Browns. Did Baker Mayfield mob them? Damon Sheehy Giuseppe. The big story. The one story of the week, Fred. You know, all I got. You know, SummerSlam is tomorrow night. Still so. not as good as one Antonio Brown scene from Hard Knocks. The greatest night of the summer, SummerSlam, is tomorrow night in the WWE. Oh, that's exciting. What's going on with that? Uh, just big matchups left and around. The Universal Champion Brock Lesnar is going to take on Seth Rollins. We'll get to that at a later point. This story you told me is more fabulous than any storyline in WWE right now. You think so? Because it's not true. I oh, it's 100% true. There's literally no chance. People, I encourage you to look up this story. <laughs> put it on the, we're going to put it on social media. Look up the highlight of his team mobbing him. Like 80 people jumped on him and he made it out alive. It's pretty cool. If I were to send a link of this into the interweb, mm-hmm. which by the way, if you want your Google data, it's available now. We'll talk Don't about that. Don't spell it the way I spelt it earlier. And I just, after I put the hyperlink, just put the eye roll emoji, <laughs> people would get it. Congratulations, you scored the game-winning touchdown in the most meaninglessly minute of the most meaningless football game broadcast on cable access. Oh, no, they were already up 20. Okay. Yeah, it is. <laughs> garbage time and garbage numbers. doesn't matter. Way, way to score a touchdown against 11 guys who next week are homeless outside of the Cleveland Browns practice center. Looking for jobs with the, who did we say was, Centos? Is that who's doing their But cleaning? I mean, it's a feel-good story. It proves that if you stay focused and yep. work hard, you can get a punt return for a touchdown in the fourth quarter of a Cleveland Browns preseason game. Against guys who are going 65% because they don't want to get hurt. They don't want to get hurt. Because they're chasing 20. Because they want to cut checks, son. On a football game in the last week of July. Preseason football is stupid. I'm feeling pretty good for 7.06 in the morning. You look good. I have a pretty mama. Mike Vitale, you're an Oakland Raiders fan. By Oakland Raiders fan, always an Oakland Raiders fan, right? No, Green Bay Packers. Okay, born and good. Raised. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Me and Vitale. Go, Pack, go. The entire nation is apparently Raiders fans, though. A lot of them in this town. Two four six zero six one zero. Tell me why my hot takes are hot. I have, that kind of have a negative inflection there, Vital. Yeah, I did get that vibe from you. Yeah. No, there's a ton of them. We get a lot of calls on Raiders, and they're real good people. So. It's real neat to support a third-place team. It's a super cool thing. My problem with John Gruden is I'm old enough to remember when John Gruden got rid of uh, Khalil Mack. That's <laughs> that's my problem with John Gruden. You're going to... You're going to get rid of the, the best player in football is voted on by all the players in football. Well, Khalil's going to be a free agent one day. Okay. <laughs> so we could have a return of the Mac. This is un- <laughs> This is unacceptable what you're doing. It's 7.07 on our fourth program, and Van has decided that Mark Morrison has taken precedence. Hard-hitting journalism. What was harder, your Mark Morrison joke or my effort to watch ESPN The Ocho this past week? 
Oh, I caught I caught a couple minutes. You t- it's not bad. It's fun. I like it. They throw the cornhole. They they had speed electricians. Pizza eating a pizza tossing contest. Is that real? I didn't see that. Yeah, part. they had the pizza tossing. They had demolition juggling. Did you see that? Oh, I missed that. Yeah, one. That like, sounds amazing. Are you familiar with bombardment? You play bombardment growing up, Vital? You guys familiar with that game? Yeah, familiar with it. Didn't yeah. play it that much. No, because you, you grew up in one of those gentrified neighborhoods. <laughs> is that like Rochambeau? It's no. So Rochambeau okay. is when you play rock, paper, scissors, and then the loser yeah. hits you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kicks you. Kicks you. And in a special place. In the nether regions. Yeah. Bombardment is a free-for-all, dodgeball-style competition where children... Often children, but according to ESPN eight, adults the mm. other day mm. at um at basically no rules. It's a lawless but it's played in Thunderdome, which is interesting because as you always say, Mark Morrison runs Barter Town. But no. Well won't all those metal spikes deflate the dodgeballs? Yeah, no, they would. Yeah. So there was this was pat, poor foresight on my part as a comparison. But they padded them. They would have guys juggling, and then other guys bombarding them with balls. <laughs> I'm a proficient juggler. Not if you are bombarding me. No, that's tough. It's extra steps you don't need. Turned on hard knocks earlier this week. I thought John Gruden mm. was going to be. Mm. So I thought good. he was going to be the centerpiece. I thought he was going to be the storyline. I thought he was going to be all the camera time because that's that's why I tuned in for all those years on Monday Night Football, Sunday Night Football, Thursday Night Football. Sunday afternoon football. There's a lot of football, guys. I don't I think know. This is the exact right amount of football. So it opens up with this expletive laden, mm, just so good time to get fired up. I'm I'm 55 years old. I, I put my bootstraps are still in Sandusky, Ohio, but I'm here in in Alameda County. He didn't say anything. Oh, he didn't of that. say any of that. Not a drop of it. No, because he didn't say anything. Because he never says anything. He's the Ray Lewis of inspirational talks. I, I was pretty inspired. No, you what, what? I was. I was. What stuck with you? Well, I immediately got up and made a sandwich. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And Hard Knocks is the one show that you don't get up from. Yeah. There's I no did. commercials. That's how inspired I was. The only time I was peeled, because I'm now, I'm so millennial. Okay. Now, when I take in a medium, we talked about this last week with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. When I take in a medium, I need to be on my phone. I need to be also on my tablet. Were you live tweeting? I, I need to be live tweeting. Say I wasn't because I watched it on delay because I consider my time more important than everyone else's and I'm not willing to set appointment TV. This isn't Thursday nights in the 90s anymore. You were watching a episode of Hard Knocks on the internet on delay? On delay. Doesn't it come on delay? Touche. Okay. Does it air even live on HBO? I don't know. You can't air a program like that live. That would be really weird. The original airing. Is the original airing minutes at a time? On HBO proper. Oh, I see what you're saying. The original airing. Like That's what I'm have, asking. It comes out Wednesdays at 7 or whatever? I have no idea. Yeah, I don't either. I know I'm going to watch it, though. Here's how I know when to watch. When Twitter says, hashtag something on Hard Knocks happened. Crazy. Antonio Brown did something asinine. Oh, we're going to get to that in depth later. He's not even the The focus was Old Town Road. That was Mm. the focus of all. That was a good scene. (laughs) It was as good as anything's ever been. That was a good scene. That was really good. Have you ever seen The Lion King when Nala and Simba come back together and you just watch them fall in love? 
Absolutely. That's what this was on Old Town Old Town Road on, on Hard Knocks. It was these two young bloods just sharing their, their commonality for Lil Nas X. Rookies. Man. Dude, when they held hands and did the Wayan Brothers intro, that was that got me. No, it, that did it not. got me. That's a piece of my childhood, man, and living color. Get out of here. Get you. It, uh, out of here, Fred. It's early in the morning on a Saturday. When we come back, I'm going to tell you how uh, my combination of two favorite things, a new combination of two of my favorite things, is going to revolutionize all of consumer goods. Oh, I'm excited. ABQ Central on 95.9 FM AM 610, the sports animal. Is hit me with your best shot an homage to me talking about how I hate joint NFL football practices? I think it is. Vital saw it coming. There's nothing dumber. ABQ Central. There's nothing dumber than putting two teams of professional athletes in the most... Old Man Slow is here. Heads up. Two four six zero six one zero. Old man slow. Get her off my lawn. Is in the studio. Football is just too violent right now. That's what Aaron Rodgers said to the uh, new coach Lafleur of Green Bay. He says we don't need joint practices. No. I've never done them in the fifteen years I'm here. Why are we starting now? And then Lafleur uh, kind of bounced right right back at Aaron his criticism about it. You know what he thought was good about it. So I'm glad that this guy I've never heard on heard of is taking on. Arguably one of the greatest top five quarterbacks of all time in decision making. Brandon LaFleur. Mm-hmm. Terrell LaFleur. What was his name? Jonathan LaFleur. I think it's Matthew. Here's why yep. joint NFL practices exist. So that the NFL Network and so that ESPN can just air highlights of guys fist fighting with helmets on. Yeah. That's let's literally get, the only reason. Let's get 100 jacked up dudes who are all pissed off who can fight each other with no repercussions. Great idea. Let's do that a bunch. You know when I do want to watch uh, Yomami Sensen Nusaway? What was his name? I'm sorry. The punt returner? Oh, that wasn't even close. Uh, Sheehy Giuseppe. Yeah, you know when I want to watch him? Damon. When Wrenchy Incognito is stealing one to his jaw. That's when I want to watch. Ooh. No, I don't. Incognito's back. Back with the Raiders. I saw him mm-hmm. at Hard Knocks. Uh, the Raiders. Famed St. Louis Ram. And former Nebraska Cornhusker. What did, what did he get in trouble for? He was hazing somebody, he's right? He's just not a good person. He's hazing. He's, but he says he's changed his ways. He seems like the sweetest guy ever on Hard Knocks. Is that how you feel? Yeah. Played in Buffalo. Yeah, sweetheart. Multiple-time pro bowler. The old teddy bear. Who, this past week, when joint practicing with Todd Mache and his St. Louis Rams, got into a fist fight. Sean McVay? Are you hearing Todd McShay is a commentator on ESPN. Isn't Sean McVay the head coach of the Rams? Yeah, you said Todd McShay. You said Todd. Yeah, I also said St. Louis Rams. <laughs> They'll always be St. Louis Rams to you. I do not care about the St. Louis Rams of Los Angeles and Anaheim County. You see the St. Louis Rams versus Houston Oilers game last week? No, of course I did not. It's preseason football. You know what I did do? I don't know. I spent time to myself, reflected. Went for a drive. 
Sam's Club sent me an email, said they had some good deals going on. Went oh. down there, walked around. Okay. Yeah, they had a whole popcorn maker you could just get. All right. Kind of a big day, going to Beth Bath & Beyond. Yeah, it's going to be nice. <laughs> they schedule these joint practices. Yeah. They force these gladiators into arena-style matchups, and then they say, well, this is this fighting is just unacceptable. It's unacceptable. I can't believe that these Neanderthals get out there and do this. These elite-level athletes all jacked up on whatever is legal right now. Who just are going at each other. Already in the NFL. Already being paid professionally to be athletes. So much money. I got something to prove. To, to who? To who? Well, maybe like the 54th through 80th guy. Here's a list of things I would never punch. One, a helmet. And then the list really goes on from there, but I just want to spotlight that one. Brick wall, top five. <sighs> Joint a, practices. A stud in the wall. And what are you going to get? Top five. What are you going to get from it outside of these fist fights? I'm being serious. What, like, because you're, you're going to go through vanilla offenses. You're gonna Street go through, cred, young son. It's not a thing. Yeah, sure it is. So you're telling me you want to be the guy who gets in the fist fight in the joint NFL practice just so you can, oh, I don't know, end up on an XFL roster next year because you're not are making you, the team. Are you asking me if I want to be Jonathan Abram, rookie safety for the Oakland Raiders? The answer is yes, Fred, I do. If you had to combine two things, would it be NFL practices? No. No. Nah. But would it be? Any two things? Where are you going with it? Would it be? Would Arizona T? Arizona oh, T, are you familiar? I know this story. Arizona T, which you can buy for just 99 cents. They don't upcharge so you. The price is on the can. About to be $4.20, oh, I'm talking about. what I'm talking about, man. Arizona T is partnered with. Do you want the name of the company or you just want the idea here? Please. Let's get specific. Arizona T. Privately held Arizona Beverage announced that they reached a licensing deal with Dixie Brands. And you think, oh, okay. Dixie Brands. Dixie Brands. Oh, the good old guys. Plastic cup, paper cups, little flippy cup. Yeah, sure. Remember my sweet, sweet little granny on her porch. Remember my college days? Old Dixie. Dixie Brands actually sells drinks, chocolates, gummies, and tropical creams. Nice. Cool. I didn't finish that sentence. Go ahead. Laced with marijuana. Oh, oh my God. game changer! The day the nation is a changing. According to Bernie Sanders, we're gonna we're all gonna be doing it soon. Arizona Tea has decided that they're going to infuse their Arizona Tea products with cannabis. Mm, the devil's lettuce, huh? Devil's lettuce, Satan salad. So there you go. It, uh, now you have a reason to go to Walmart, get the Arizona Tea. Laced with cannabis. Give me some other combinations of products. Baby. Arizona tea, not from Arizona. No, it just said it was. I literally just read the article. It, is it really? Yes. <laughs> Arizona Brewing Company. I don't believe you. Yeah, well. Arizona Brewing Company from Sacramento, California. It's going to change the world. So we're combining things. We're combining products. I got a story for you. Hit me. You and I were out one night. Where are we now? We're at a we're at a house party. You remember those house parties? Yeah, sure. We're sitting in the backyard, and we're having uh, a couple adult Dr. Peppers. 
talking sports, talking life, talking culture. It's basically the show, but for a really private audience. And here comes the party. Mm. That's not my nickname anymore. I changed it. It's a good nickname. Thank you. The party comes out, and it's a barbecue pit. And the hostess, hoster, hostee of this party says... Arizona iced tea brewed in New York. There you go. New York City. It's the pace picante of iced tea. Mm-hmm. Tried to told you. So at this barbecue slash not a barbecue. Okay. The hoster, hostee, hostess, brings out some s'more. Of? Everyone then instantly goes into the sandlot bit, but after mm-hmm. the sandlot bit... We're going to have some s'mores. It's deeply ingrained into American culture that you got to do. As of yesterday, I was diagnosed to no longer have the diabetes. Oh, you didn't tell me. Congratulations, Fred. It's been through hard work, my personal trainer effort, proper life decisions. Took me 34 years to get to those. But we decided to make s'mores. Plus, you hate Wilfred Brimley. (laughs) Such a good reference. You don't want to be lumped into any category with that guy. I played poker with Wilfred Brimley once. Did I tell you about the Reed time? Played poker with Travis Barker. Did I tell you about that? Really? Yeah, I'll tell you about that later. But he had some tells. A lot of hand movement. S'more traditionally. Okay. Graham, mellow, chalk. Sure. That's a traditional s'more. Mm-hmm. We've all had it a hundred times. Sure. Everyone steals the idea. They put it into products. S'more Pop-Tart. Mm-hmm. S'more Starbucks drink. S'moreos. Is that real? Nope. Here's where the game got changed for me. The day that I became a man was just recently. Oh, hit me with it. When at this house party. Oh, I know what you're talking about now. It took me a second. They took the chalk out. Yep. And they put in the Reese's peanut butter cup. Reese's peanut butter cup. This s'more that I ate, Mm. a combination of Mm. Graham, Mm. Mellow, Mm. Reese's peanut butter cup. The best. Heat that thing to 260. Don't really know how hot you heat it. (laughs) Might be too hot. I'm not (laughs) sure. It's probably too hot. I'm not sure. Not a math guy. And I, in a phrase I use often, put that thing in my mouth. Mm-hmm. And I just... Went to town. Went to town. As they say. I loved it. I only had the one because of the beaties. But now that I'm beaties free... You can go for two? I'm going to go for two. Three, maybe? If I can find a night in my near future where I'm having marijuana-infused uh, Arizona iced tea, allegedly, and Reese's Peanut Butter Cup s'mores... <laughs> so that's three things. Actually. Keep going. No. So tea and weed, that's two. That's two. But. And how about a book for s'mores for dummies? Okay. So that's why Vital's there cash cow here. Yeah. Four dummies is actually. Was there a chapter on Reese's Cups in there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm into this. I'm into the idea of taking things that we love individually and combining them into one. Yeah. What if you had. A way to combine two things you use regularly into one service. Okay. A social media, per se, that included your dating apps. You love dating apps. Your online shopping. You love online shopping. Hate going to stores. Hate going to stores. The worst. Yeah. And I don't know if you saw the news lately. Don't go to stores. Yeah. Don't go to Walmart. Don't do that. Yeah. But these are the combinations. Until we're sponsored by Walmart. Yeah. It's a lovely place. The Walton family. The Walton family. They're the best people. I have no qualm with. Yeah. Okay. Run a great shop. I'm from Missouri. 
Okay. This past week, a guy walks into a Walmart in Missouri. Acts a fool. Oh, is this the um, open carry dude? Yeah. Yeah. You can open carry in Missouri. That's a really nice thing to do for a super scared healing nation. Walk into a Walmart. There's a level of ignorance right now. Semi-automatic weapon. Cool. Know the pulse of the nation. Right. You're absolutely right. You're not breaking this one law. There are so many other laws. You can't know them all. Just make good decisions. Right. Be a good person. I, I, didn't, I didn't get a bunch of ice sculptures and donate them to Antonio Brown. Oh, my his, God. See, <laughs> you keep teasing this Antonio Brown thing. Oh, I love it so much. He's making poor decisions. So, like, for example, I got a smoothie okay. and a coffee in front of me. Oh, yes. Why don't we just smash they those have two that. things that's together? It's called iced coffee that exists. No, it's a, like a not a iced coffee with kale and broccoli sprouts and protein and carrots you know why my cell phone goes over so well you just threw up in your mouth a little bit didn't you <laughs> you made that at home yeah this morning you got a ninja you got a bullet and good i got a vitamix young son we stepped it up here not familiar with that work Ooh, it's the best my cell phone is a camera and a notepad and a phone mm-hmm. and an email it's, it's a combination of all these things that i need great things it's a calculator yeah i'm so bad at math I paid a dollar to iTunes for a better calculator. The free calculator. Like a Texas Instruments one? Yeah. No, stronger than Texas Instrument. Arizona Instrument. Arizona T Instrument. (laughs) At 8 o'clock, Brandon Ortega is going to join us from KLB. We're going to talk high school sports. And by sports, I mean football. The sport. Let's do this for the rest of the show. We're about to go to break, but let's open the phone lines up. Come on, guys. Let's wish her alma mater. The best season possible this year. Okay. Give us a call. Let us know who you're from, who you're rooting for this fall as high school athletics take the field for the 2019 season. You're listening to ABQ Central 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Breaking news this morning. Jeffrey Epstein commits suicide at Manhattan Jail. Boo. All 15 minutes ago. Boo. Not a friend of the show. Ugh. So gross. Ugh. I hate even thinking about it. Ugh. I wanted young homie to snitch, man. I want him to rat out everybody. That's how plea deals work. Yeah. Because he was in deep. Ugh. He was facing like 6,000 years. Ugh. It's so good and so bad at the same time. Isn't that something? Yeah. Like a combination of weird emotions. Like you want him to fry in hell for eternity, but you want him to live another week so he can snitch on all these people. Ugh. Friend of both current and ex-president. Ugh. Friend of everyone. Most most successful financial advisor like ever. Ever. Also weirdo. Weirdo. Gross. 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 Back to ABQ Central. During the break, Vital says, did you guys hear about Chernobyl? And I thought, yeah, I've heard about Chernobyl. Great Vital. show. <laughs> talking about the show? No, you talk, yeah, you talking about the uh, you talking about the incident or the show? But Vital, what, yeah, I've heard of Chernobyl. It's going to win some Emmys. Yeah, they have a uh, Russian scientists have developed a new artisan-type vodka that comes from the water from the uh, banned zone, radioactive zone there. <laughs> How many filters do you need? I played Fallout. This doesn't make sense. 
They're drinking. I love the logo. They're drinking radioactive pee water. That's what this is, right? <laughs> it's got for sure or cancer in a bottle. I grew up in the in the shadow of an oil refinery. There's at least ten cancers that are going to kill me. It, I'm not adding another to the equation. The label has an absolutely jacked up wild hog on it, <laughs> like the, like the last living hog started a new family, and this is like the pride of the family. Why did you use the word absolute when talking about vodka? Oh, ooh, I didn't think about that. Cross-marketing, I guess. Can we talk about Tito's real quick? Not a sponsor of the show. Dude, this hog is jacked. I don't understand. It might even be a dog. I'm not even sure. The label, you never know in Chernobyl. Tweet, right, tweet that. Put it out there. Okay. 246-0610. We're wishing her alma maters good luck this season. Who's your high school team? Who are you rooting for? The thing, Van, about Tito's Vodka is when I started drinking 10 years ago, 12 years ago. 13? 13 years ago? It was middle of the road. You waited until you were 21 15. like a responsible American adult. I did wait till I was 22 to start drinking. I was brain- oh, 22? You even uh, gave yeah. a year? No, I was brainwashed. And the, it was the bottom shelf, Tito's Vodka. You would walk into the liquor store. They would be right next to Crystal Palace. Tito's and Crystal Palace used to be They were garbage. Homies. It was four ninety nine. You could get a handle. Yeah. You said, okay. And then like 10 years ago, it had moved up a shelf. And you're like, all right, I guess it's seven ninety nine. Maybe. Maybe I mean, okay. filtered it another time. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Maybe filtered it. I don't <laughs> Five years ago, what are you doing on the third shelf there? Hey. Hey, Tito. Stay in your lane. Tito. Pipe down, Tito. You're not that good. You know where it is right now? I go into the grocery. I go into the liquor. I go into not a sponsor of the show, Total Wine. Mm-hmm. It's on the top freaking shelf. Top shelf. Tito's has made its way to the well, top like shelf. Right below the top shelf. As close as you can get to the top shelf. It's literally 20 doll hairs. Yeah. Not even for a handle now. No, yeah, for a, a fifth, for yeah. a, a, a shooter. <laughs> <laughs> what are you buying Tito's at a gas station? <laughs> it just don't make no sense to me. That's the thing about vodka, right? Tell me it's good, I guess. Well, I mean, I don't drink vodka that takes vodka. I drink vodka that takes Mimo f- flavor drink. I don't. What are you, P Diddy now? Yes, You're making grape vodka, grape drink vodka. I would do it. Uh, it seems like the rise of PBR and the rise of Tito's coincided, right? Oh, now we're doing conspiracies. Yeah, that's the show now. Uh huh. Once, <laughs> once, <laughs> once mutton chops came back once like thick sideburns came back just magically tito's vodka and pbr was huge again i didn't think you were gonna do this to me but i hate streetwear oh you know you're fully aware of my disdain for streetwear yeah we talked about this yesterday at the gym. i didn't know about streetwear yeah at the gym at the gym not in streetwear not in streetwear we the idea that you're going to with your mutton chops on your on your dumb face <laughs> take a pair of ski pants that are created Intentioned for skiing. For skiing. That's what you do yeah, with them. Yeah, cut them off at three-quarters lengths, pair them with a pair of open-toed sandals. On top of that, a repurposed radiation jacket that you, for some reason, think is stylish. Yeah, golden girl socks. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. And walk up and down Central and make me question if you're homeless or not. Yeah. Because that's not... Streetwear is dumb. Well, that's kind of my favorite game, living downtown. Homeless or hipster? That's a real game for you? Yeah, for me. Oh, for me, I haven't like let it out to the public yet. I guess I just did just now, but... Is this group of individuals laying around the park a nuisance or really nice? 
I'll let you know later. Chernobyl vodka. You could tell by what vodka they're drinking. What's the name of the, the are vodka they, proper? Are they drinking Tito's or Crystal Palace? It's called Atomic. Atomic. Oh, my gosh. We have the best vodka in the world. It's Atomic. It's made from radiation. Who's harvesting this stuff? Do they need a hazmat suit and a, a great respirator? Question. I mean. You have to, right? If you're like within 100 miles of Chernobyl, you got to wear that stuff. Maybe it's like Fiji water. just comes out of a tap. <laughs> I can't quit giggling at this jacked up feral hog on the bottle. I'm going to put it on the social media. Yeah, look it up. It's Check so that out. Everything is at TalkABQ, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Got a website talkabq.com yeah go visit us go check us out at talkabq on facebook we want to put a face to this sound two four six zero six one zero brandon ortega is going to join us at the uh, eight o'clock hour we're going to talk high school sports klb's brandon ortega he talks sports you see him can you imagine like you got a friend drinking smirnoffs and you're like how's the smirnoffs he goes no i'm on radiotherapy that Isn't that crazy? You could drink a vodka that cures your cancer and also gives you cancer. cancer. Gives yeah. you a new hybrid cancer. Pop culture is so weird. If pop culture were today what it was 20 years ago, there'd be like a like a Furby vodka right now. There'd be like, oh, here's a new trending thing. Let's have a vodka. Mm, beanie, uh, ba- beanie Baby? Yeah, vodka. Beanie Baby whiskey? Tickle Me Elmo vodka. <laughs> Pogs? Bud Wiser. The, the, the P and PBR is for Pogs. <laughs> Do you play Pogs coming up? You know I did. Play for keeps? Oh, of course. It's only about playing for keeps. We almost named the show Playing for Keeps, but we didn't uh, we didn't do that. That can be the podcast. Podcasting for, for keeps. Vital, we're gonna catch up. So playing for keeps, I think was invented with marbles. PFK, baby. But Pogs, and if you're not familiar with Pogs, they were small disc-like circular cardboard nothings yeah little pieces of paper little piece of paper yeah and you would stack them and what you could do vital 50 stack 100 stack 150 stack stacks on stacks on stacks you don't know about that yep and then with your slammer pog you would slam on top of the pogs now all the pogs that were to flip over you keep absolutely that's keeps yeah and the and here's here's the face down if we're playing 100 stack pogs, you put in 50 pogs, I put in 50 pogs, that's your 100 stack of pogs. That's a little much. It's a lot of pogs. It's a little much. You slam. I think 10 on 10 is, is good. I'm not playing 20 stack. I don't have time for that. No. Nobody. And once you get down to like, what was it, five, whatever it was. Sure. But the point is, I had a pog maker. Wow. Are you familiar wow. with this little thing? Uh, uh, 3D printer? No. Is that what it evolved into? So they gave you blanks of pogs. Okay. And then this little machine. When you say blanks of pogs, you mean paper. It was similar to paper. Yeah. It was more firm than paper. It was like like photo quality paper. Uh-huh. And you All right, so what you would do is you would find an image that you like. So maybe a Polaroid of you and a friend. Okay. Or maybe. What's that like? Um, Having friends. I've never owned a Polaroid. Okay. And you would find an image, and then you would take that image, you would place it on top of the pog, and you would transcribe it with a press. Okay. So there was like a glue aspect to it. Well, this is great. Ten-year-old me loved this thing. I got to, It was an artistic outlet. I got to have a lot of fun. But what I did was I became an entrepreneur, Van. Mm. What I did was I would go to my friends. I would say, are you playing pogs? Well, you know, 
I made some nudie pogs. Ah. I had made nudie pogs, Vital. Speaking of two things going great together, <laughs> Arizona tea and weed. That's the result of atomic vodka. Oh, you're on that atomic. I'd sell them for a dollar a piece. Lucy's. I'd sell Lucy's for a dollar. Which is illegal now. Can't that, sell yeah, you can't do that. Can't sell Lucy's. Because 12-year-old me was taking adult magazines and making pogs. So smart. So smart. So smart. Glad I didn't have Google when I was 12. We'll talk about that when we get back. You'll listen to ABQ Central on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. We're just 13 short minutes away from Brandon Ortega, KOB, joining us to talk high school football. Exciting local announcement. Rest in flames, Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, my gosh. I want to see the Venn diagram of things that Donald Trump and Bill Clinton agree on. Friendship with Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> <sighs> Yowza. Your New Mexico runners, your professional arena soccer team here in Rio Rancho, are hosting... USA versus Mexico. So excited. Soccer at the San Ana Star Center. That's August the 24th. Landon Donovan. Yes, that Landon Donovan. The Landon Donovan. Will be here in the 505 uh, playing a little bit of soccer indoors against Team Mexico. So that's uh, that's about as cool as a thing as it gets here in town. So that's I'm going to have to agree. August 24th at 7 p.m. Tickets available now. Obviously, they have group ticket options. So if you're uh, if it's back to school, right? It's back to school right now. Let's get the let's get the team together. Let's get Fred, the, why are we talking about this? Here's why we're talking about it. I want to hear it. Who's going to bring you this exciting action? I want to know. Who's going to broadcast you? That's why I asked. Team USA versus Team Mexico in the most exciting matchup in the history of all sports ever collaborated in. Yeah. Well, it's you, it's you and I. Eighties hockey. It's you and I, isn't it? It is us. It is isn't you it? and I. So yeah, That's we're going to bring good, you good time. Exciting indoor action. Uh, if if you're aware of of my existence, you may know that I. I've called indoor soccer for for years now, and I'm I'm legitimately a professional at it. And you tell jokes, yeah. So we're gonna have an excellent time doing that. Um, we're efforting the chance to work with Landon Donovan before the program. Do a little teaser. Uh, we'll see how well that works out. Uh, with that said, do you want to have the opportunity to play alongside Landon Donovan? Well, you can for seventy five dollars. There's a combine and tryout. So not just for the team, but for a chance to play with Landon Donovan, you can do that. Register at soccer567.com or just check out the New Mexico Runners website, newmexicorunners.com. So they play at the Santa Ana Star Center. They do a real good job. Um, I called for the runners last year. I had a lot of fun doing it. So, yeah, cool cool little thing there coming up on the 24th. I want to meet Landon Donovan. So do I. Oh, wait, we're going to. Is it All right. I know the band T-shirt rule, so don't cite the band T-shirt rule to me. So we can both wear our Landon Donovan that's, T-shirt. That's what I'm asking. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Yeah. Two four six zero six one zero. Don't forget at eight o'clock we're talking high school football. It's kicking off. We're gonna talk to you about it before we get there. You ever been to Iowa? Unfortunately, I have not. What's oh. going on in Iowa, Fred? Oh, uh, I don't know if you're aware, but it's heaven. Ooh. It's very dreamy there. Very dreamy. I've been to the Field of Dreams in Iowa. I have been, I think it's called... From the Kevin Costner classic movie, For the Love of the Game. 
No. Is that not my favorite movie? <laughs> Love of the Game. Oh, that's such a good reference. They're going to host a Major League Baseball game. The Field of Dreams, as seen in the 1988 smash hit Field of Dreams. Oh, it's by the same name. Self-titled release. I had to move away from the microphone to type. I'm really excited for this. He's going to host Major League Baseball. Hey, Major League Baseball. Duh. (laughs) Why did it take you so long to do this? The hated Chicago White Sox will travel to Dyersville to take on... The home team, New York Yankees, in Dubuque County, Iowa. I've been on the field. I've played. I've played baseball on the Field of Dreams field. Wow. I've laced a single right up the middle. Texas leaguer probably, but whatever. Uh, I think they're going to build uh, a separate field alongside uh, the classic Field of Dreams. There's already one there, isn't there? But they're going to play on the real field of dreams. They, if they don't come in through the corn, Duh. it doesn't count, Vital. Yeah, yeah, right. I'm not interested. You save me some of that corn. I'm not interested at all in going to the field of dreams if it's not the field of dreams. I want to stand where Shoeless Joe Jackson Ray Liotta stood like I did when I played at the field of dreams. Mm. This is a thing that I did. You can keep just... Pounding that into the ground if you want, Fred. They do host a lot of baseball there. They like they play a lot of baseball there. And it's changed hands and ownerships over the years. And I, it's back in good standing. There was a time when it was bought by like outside investors and the, and they were... They just let the corn take over? No, it was just a weird thing. Yeah, it was, like, it was obviously... Like, the corn in check? And there's like a couple things, Vital, you can't, you can't pry on. You can't prey on is what I meant to say. And that's, my, that's Americans' love for baseball. You can't exploit that. Because everyone, mostly me, will rise up against you. Absolutely. If you're telling me they're building another field, which, by the way, is news to me, I'm not in on that. Here's what I'm in on. I'm in on CC Sabathia to take the mound, do a slow panoramic turn to his left, and say, hey, is this heaven? Mm, and if I don't get that brutal. moment, <laughs> if I don't get... Can we get some James James Earl Jones audio? We forgot to ask about that. What I want is Vladimir Guerrero Sr. to come out of retirement, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. to be traded to the Yankees, mm. and for a father-son combination to play in this game. Or every member of the Blue Jays to play with their father? That is... <laughs> Dante Bichette, Vladimir Guerrero, and Craig Biggio. Father-son league. They're all on the Blue Jays. All of them are on the Blue Jays. All those 90s all-stars are all on the Blue Jays. All their kids are, too. You know what this is? This is LeBron James. You want to see the dimensions of the Field of Dreams? Yes, There's going to be so many bombs hit, dude. The Yankees. The crushing Yankees. 281 feet to left. 314 to center. Wow. And 262 to right. They're going to hit 80 homers. How do you love those Little League dimensions? And all they got to do is hit it over corn. They don't even got to hit it over the green monster. They just got to hit it corn height. You're going to have the greatest highlight of all time. Jumping into the corn. And there are all these weird rules for stadium town. I need nets that run all the way to the to the beer vendor. And Stroh's are doing that next week. Also, you're missing the mark here, Major League Baseball. 
Field of Dreams came out in 1989. So you do it on like like an interval anniversary, right? You would do it on the 30th anniversary. Mm-hmm. They didn't do that. That's, they're waiting until next year. <laughs> they say, and we'll do it on the 31st. Well, it's going to be 2020, so you can do anything off of 2020. Every four years, every five years, every other year, or every year. But from the debut of Field of Dreams in 1989, you're took missing. Took a while, bud. 31 years that it took him to get this idea. Terrence Mann is pissed. By the way, it's a reference to Field of Dreams. That's a little, For the love of the game. That's a, Kevin Costner has made the best baseball movies. Yeah. Waterworld. I'm not breaking that. That baseball game when it was raining a bunch. It's, it got rained out hard. How long was that rain delay, Vital? Six and a half hours, or whatever you said it was? 40 days and 40 <laughs> nights. <laughs> yeah. Know what proportions. You've never been. You know, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it right now. I'm going to challenge you. Okay. You want to go? Go. Where are we going? We're going to Iowa, dog. Yeah. There's only 8,000 seats, though. It's going to be super limited. When has the time ever occurred where I didn't get what I wanted? Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. The commissioner's name is Rob Manfred. Oh, Manfred bros. Man- my name is Manfred. Manfred on Manfred. I've never been able to use this to my advantage till now. And look, I'm still disappointed that you go by Fred. Manfred's such a dope name, dude. I would. You and my dad. Yeah. If I could call myself Vanfred, I would. Trust me. My father calls me Manfred. My girlfriend calls me Manfred. Well, when you're in trouble. No, just regular. <laughs> It's like the only two. Manfred Fitzgerald, get in here. That middle one is not correct. Oh, it's not Fitzgerald? She always says, hey, is this Manfred? I say, no. It's Fred. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm in. I'm, I'm, I'm going to this. I'm going to this. I'm taking the fam. I do now see where they're building a new stadium, which I'm not into. I'd love to go to Iowa and see the Rocky Mountains. That's really cool. When done right, you can see like 12 minor league baseball games in Iowa. In one week. I, I know the Iowa Cubs. Who else is there? It's top of the hour. When we come back, Brandon Ortega is going to be here. We're going to talk high school football for the remainder of the program. We'll probably come back to Antonio Brown. You're listening to ABQ Central, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. KNML, Albuquerque, the sports animal. Eight AM on a Saturday morning. We're now less than seven days a week away from New Mexico Comic Expo. Oh, that's exciting! Yeah, we had, had him on the show last week. Matt Trujillo was on the show last week talking about nerd culture. I'm more dialed into nerd culture than I thought I was. I'm more about that, which as is, you should be. Which is not nice. to diversify, Fred. Get out. Let's let your hair down, girl. I really like the Marvel Universe. Really like that. ABQ Move. Central. I am Fred Slow alongside me, Van Nunley. Brandon Ortega joining us very shortly. Albuquerque time. No, it's a, there's a stringent security here at the building. Um takes it to be checked in. He's a shifty character. Yeah, you gotta be gotta be uh shook down or patted up or patted down or shook up or all those things. Vital's about to give him another round. Give him the old ocular pat down. Not sure what that means. <laughs> no, I'll just hand out some atomic vodka. Oh, there you Ooh, go. Okay. If he can handle that, he's good. Yeah, it says, can you dig it? We're going to talk high school football. 
before we get into the meat of it, I'm going to talk about the emotion of it. Did you play in high school, man? I did. Where'd you play at? Carlsbad High School. Do you still feel... New Mexico, not California. I didn't know there was that. Mm-hmm. Do you feel there's a special connection between you and your high school colleagues? Do you feel like your teammates from high school and you... I think more so my baseball buddies yeah. because uh, the old trick knee kept going out. I didn't play a lot of uh, games my last couple of years. It's injuries. I'm made out, made out of uh, porcelain and silly string, so my it doesn't connect- bode well for a rough sport. No. Spiderwebs and good wishes. That's what I am. Yep. The the thing, my connection to high school football, it's 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 a big emotional one, right, where it's it's cool you grow up in, in the sports there, and, and I wasn't a player. I, I don't like being hurt. I really struggled with that aspect of it. But what I did like was the fellowship. I like the camaraderie. I like what it does for not just the kids on the team but the community that it's in, right? For sure. So, so I grew up in, like, a football town, right? Yeah. I go, it was Friday night, and everything closed down but the gas station. Friday night lights, baby. Yeah, and you, and you would come out, and you would – You'd be a big part of of the event in whatever way you were. So if that was the booster club, or if that was the kids on the field, or the or the cheerleaders, or the band, or just the guy directing traffic in the parking lot, like there was just so many different ways to get involved. And I was so fortunate at a young age to to do that immediately following high school in a broadcasting role. Mm-hmm. I was put directly into a booth. I can tell you right now the the first broad the first thing I ever set on air to broadcast. Hi. It was the kicker for the Granite City Warriors. And this was a big boy. Okay. He was 300 pounds. Jared Lorenzen big. Yes. Yeah. The broadcast comes on. I'm doing color commentary. It's just commentary now, Fred. It's 2019. Play by play introduces the game. It's the opening kickoff, and I say, he got all of his weight behind that one. Oh, good start. Good start. I was about six months older than this. And all downhill from here. All downhill. <laughs> but we're, yeah, we're doing high school football here in New Mexico because high school football kicked off this past week. Huge. It Albuquerque is, loves football. Loves football. New Mexico loves football and high school sports. They love it all. We've got a lot of small towns in New Mexico. Well, and, and that's the thing too. We're that's gonna, the best thing to do on Friday. We're obviously as Brandon Ortega is making his way into the studio. We're going to focus primarily on the Albuquerque schools. Okay. We're going to tell you what's. We're going to talk about Albuquerque High, obviously. We're going to talk about El Dorado. We're going to talk about Cleveland. We're going to talk about the guys that are regular constantly. Cleveland High School. Yes. Not not Ohio. Not the birthplace of rock and roll. No. No, no, no. Or just the Hall of Fame of rock and roll. Burke-centric conversation. I bet he knows more about the rest of the state, too, though. He does. Because there's a lot of champions at a lot of levels. You know, my best th- the best thing to me about... High school football is the teamwork, Fred. Okay. You're teaching these young men how to grow into adults. And there's nothing better than the camaraderie of your dear friends and the examples set by strong male role models. Well, I, there's a lot of truth to that. Because there's, there's an early exposure in the game. And, and that exposure is... I mean, or you could just read, but, I mean, there's also well, sports. That's the thing. It's like a reason that people read, right? Like, why do you go to the journal? To, you, to read. To read, yeah. right? But you're not picking up the journal for the stocks. You're not picking up the No one's looking at 
the personals. No one's like. I mean, peanuts. maybe peanuts. But it's there. It's for it's for the sports. It's for the coverage. The highest selling circular, excuse me, the highest selling edition of a paper every year is the high school predictions. Like that's what it is. Every four years, it might get surpassed by so and so's the president. But no, like you you tune in to local community stuff because. You can because it's there for you to absorb it, and then you're able to connect in two four six zero six one zero. If if you're like me, it's a big deal to know with the people you're surrounded with where they're from and who they support, and and that's the part that brings it together. Me, that's the glue. I really like the idea that on a Friday or a Saturday afternoon, are you a Friday night guy or a Saturday afternoon guy? Well, we're up early Saturday morning now, so I'm a Saturday night guy. I used to be a both kind of guy, but uh. I'm in for football. Which one do you want to watch? You want to watch it on Friday nights or you want to watch it on Saturday afternoons? Hey, I'm a night gamer. I want to see him play at night under the bright lights, so whenever. You just tell me when. I'll go on Thursday. They have to do some Thursday night games here. Mm-hmm. There's not enough stadiums. Not enough fields for the boys to play on. Not enough fields for the kids to dream on. Great Aerosmith song. I don't know if that's a real song. Dream home. <laughs> you know that one, don't you? I'm f- I saw. We've had a better five minutes, to be honest, Fred. <laughs> I've seen communities come together over high school players. And the players in particular that go on to do like really incredible things at the next level. Are we talking Brian Erlacher, Fred? Well, I mean, he's the prime example, right? Because right now, there's an epidemic. There's an epidemic of a lack of players, specifically here in New Mexico, where multiple teams are canceling seasons, where multiple teams are not fielding what they used to field as far as total number of players go. But there are those spotlights... What about a Clovis, New Mexico graduate, Hank Basket? Married to? Friend of mine, friend of the show. Great dude. Oh, is that a fact? Yeah. We should call him in. We should get him on the show. Hank Basket. I don't know if I still have his number. Who did the onside kick recovery and really botched it? Yeah, that one. Same dude. <laughs> Married uh, old Kendra. Kendra, right? Is that right? Zach Gentry? Caught a touchdown pass yesterday in preseason football. There are, there are he- new... There are New Mexico athletes that come out of the New Mexico high school football system. Currently playing. And go on to play at higher levels. They play collegially. They play at the professional level. They they spotlight the state and the athletes in the state. Hey, not just at UNM and NMSU, y'all. No. All across the country. All across the country. We're going to grab a break. When we get back, we're going to make sure Brandon Ortega gets through security. They're tough. They're tough here. They're tough. We'll bring in, like I said earlier, he's a shady dude. We'll bring in a local expert. Be careful. <laughs> careful. 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. 9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back to the program. I got a lot of friends in the city van. Do you now? No. 
Hey, uh, stop the presses, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, stop the presses. We were talking New Mexico athletes. Yes. Today I learned Okay. Ronnie Lott. No. Hall of Famer Ronnie Lott was born in Albuquerque. That can't possibly. Never knew that. It's true. It's on profootballreference.com. Joining us on the program, my very best friend in all of New Mexico sports coverage, Brandon Ortega. Brandon, welcome to the program. Fred, Van, Mr. Mike Vitale, thank you for having me. This is awesome. Good to have you here, man. Even though it's early, this is awesome. I, I, got, I set my alarm twice. Yes. And then my son made sure I was up. He just turned two on Thursday. Congratulations. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, I was a couple minutes later than I wanted to be. Parking's confusing over here. I haven't had to park here before. Welcome to downtown. Brandon Ortega of KOB4. How long have you been here now? A year? A little over a year? Over a year. I was here 2018, April. And this is my second football season. I kind of just jumped right into it yeah. last year with New Mexico Game Day, which we do. I think it's going on 23 or 24 years, the longest high school show in Isn't New that Mexico, crazy? which, which uh, was a little intense to jump into because there was one host the entire time before I got here. No so pressure. I had some big shoes to fill with J.P. Marietta. Uh, but Lee Faria is the man at KOB when it comes to sports, and he, uh, he showed me the ropes the last year and a half. It's almost a year and a half now, yeah, which, is, which is nuts. And, uh, yeah, New Mexico game day is a blast, and that starts in two Fridays. Okay, very cool. But football's already started here in New Mexico. High school football yeah. is, is here. Practice. For, well, so New Mexico is different from most states where they don't necessarily have an off season where there's a lot of restrictions. Mm -hmm. All spring, all summer, they can really do whatever they want. They can practice a bunch. There's no, like, coaching and player restrictions. It's just pads got on mm -hmm. this week. That was the big thing. Okay. And scrimmages start this week on Thursday. I think a lot of teams are maybe going Wednesday and Thursday. So, yeah, and then the week after that, 22nd, the Thursday, games, full-on games. And it's nuts. It's already here. Before, do they have a tandem practices? Yeah, do they do joint practices? Is they, the those NFL? Go, there's joint practices. Those go so well yeah, in I the NFL. I know there's some schools that are doing three. Whoa. Cle why? I know Cle I don't know why. The old Devil's Triangle. It's trying to no. kill three birds in one stone. Uh, so it's Sandia, Cleveland, and Pietro Vista, I know, are scrimmaging this Thursday. I talked to Sandia on uh, on Thursday, on this past Thursday. So, so it's, That's pretty cool. So that well, you're aware. If you're from the 505, you're from Albuquerque, and let us know if you are, 246-0610. You know who the perennial competitors are. You know who the teams that are always going to be there at the top is it is it more of the status quo right now in high school football? Is it is it here's who you should look out for? Here's here's the exciting story and and who's the team to beat? Yeah, Cleveland and La Cueva were in the state championship last year, both undefeated going into the championship. Impressive. And and uh, and La Cueva pulled away to win that one, and I think because of the way they won the championship, they're going to be the one seed or the number one ranked team heading into the preseason polls, uh, rightfully so, because they have a lot of guys back. Uh, and the one that gets the most attention is Connor O'Toole, uh, a very talented receiver uh, who's got a lot of speed, and he's being recruited by almost anyone you can think of. The Lobos offered him first, and as soon as So he should end up there. That's That seems done. Natural but, fit, right? The only thing, though, is as soon as they offered him, some Mountain West schools followed, and then it kind of spread Pac-12 schools, SEC, ACC, Big Ten. He's got about 20 offers right now from all over the country. So who knows how that could play out because it's it's very tough for the Lobos to compete with the when the biggest schools get into the mix. Uh, one of them usually beats them out. But we'll, we'll see. It, uh, he's He's legitimately a kid that wants to focus, wants to make his decision 
just as much on on academics as he wants athletics. Oh, we'll that's see, great we'll, to hear. We'll, we'll see what he wants to do. Uh, yeah, very very sharp kid there with a, with Lequeva and Conor O'Toole. Dorian Lewis was the Gatorade Player of the Year for for Cleveland last year, and he missed half the season. Oh my! Because he got hurt halfway through the season, uh, and he could by and large be the Gatorade Player of the Year if he finishes the whole season. He's a very talented running back, and he's being recruited by a lot of people. In fact, last year as a junior, he was taking a lot of visits with schools all over the country. So those those are the big – that's one and two right, right off the bat. Easy. You don't even have to pay attention to football a lot to, to know those are the top two teams. But then you have to respect the other perennials like you talked about. Year in, year in and year out, you got Volcano Vista, Rio Rancho, who are in the same district as Cleveland. Uh, there's a lot of schools that were very young that could be very talented this year. What, what's the secret with uh, all the teams up in the Northwest? It seems you like know, they're they're strong every year. Well, you know, Mike Mike Vitale and I were talking and walking in, and he made a great point that the the districting. Uh, like no districting zones. Like people, school kids can go wherever they want. Oh, okay. And yeah, I mean, who doesn't want to play for the best teams? Sure. So a lot of these schools benefit from that. Cleveland uh, not only gets great kids from all over New Mexico, but they can even uh, bring in kids like Dorian Lewis transferred in from El Paso last year. Oh wow. Yeah, and he ended up being the best player in the state last year. So these so these schools you know have a great reputation, and when kids come in, in Albuquerque. They want to go to the best schools, so it's 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 tougher for the smaller schools to compete with that. The smaller schools, even in the six A ranks, to compete with that, and um, yeah, that's probably the main reason. I've only been here a year, so that's what I've learned so far. You, there's other reasons too, I'm sure. That was kind of a big deal for me in high school, Fred, because uh, you know, being from Carlsbad, we got all those options there. So. Cavemen. Yeah, I was uh, also recruited by Carlsbad, and Carlsbad. <laughs> They, they had a stranglehold. Yeah, for sure. Carlsbad. They had me. When you made the decision, they it got was, me. It was a tough decision. It was taking a, my talent. It was a tough decision. To Carlsbad. Yeah. So, and, so I read I read an article earlier this week. It was on the Denver Post. If if you don't read the Denver Post, it's because you have to pay a dollar to use their website. So there aren't enough football players in New Mexico. That's what it says. It says that the small schools are dissolving, and it's going to be. And I lived for years in Montana. It's going to end up adopting a uh, like a, a seven on seven, like a like a small like a hybrid football, six man football, eight six man, man football. football. Yeah, so, yeah, some crazy stuff. Texas does that too. I worked in Texas for the last seven years, and there's a big six man um, league. So, uh, yeah. do you feel with the the lack? Because I think there's like a dozen teams that just don't play like districtly, right? They just play whoever they want whenever they want. Every Albuquerque year. High, yeah, just down the yeah. street is one that is an independent, like you see in college football. Notre Dame's an independent school. And, yeah, they're not in a district, but that's one school that their numbers did go up. I don't think that's the case for all these schools that we're, we're referring to that mm-hmm. are smaller and the numbers are down. Albuquerque High, reportedly, is one school that the numbers did go up and they could possibly get back into a district this year. So that's great to hear for them because that's a, a school with so much tradition and a lot of history um, and a lot of sports. So it's, you, you want to see them in a district in football so they can compete for a district title and make an easier path into the playoffs. On a Friday or Saturday night this entire fall, where are you going to be? Saturday night? Or afternoon. On Saturday? Yeah. Yeah, high school. Yeah. Whatever, whatever high school games are going on, That's that was my gig last year on Saturdays. And then wherever the Lobos are, uh, you know, I'm paying attention on my phone if they're on the road. And, and then if they're home, I'm at the games, every single yeah. home game. 
unfortunately, I don't get to travel with them. I'd love to travel with them, but you have to balance high school football and college football right. every weekend. You have to make a priority, and, and everyone loves high school football out here. Loves so, it. So, yeah. So I go to at least two games every it, Saturday, if not more. So that's my that's my follow up question for you, Brandon, who's obviously tuned in, dialed into to athlete athletics, probably more than most. Friday night football. Saturday afternoon football, Saturday night football, Sunday football. There's Thursday football. There's Monday football. You get like Tuesdays and Wednesdays off of football. That's that's what till Christmas looks like. Well, that's when they show hard knocks, so you don't get a whole. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so you get Wednesday nights. What, what what day is hard knocks episode? It's Wednesday. We believe it's Tuesday. Tuesday it used to be Tuesdays, but didn't they do it like on Sunday for the first one, or was it a Tuesday? Oh, is that a fact? I thought it was Tuesday. I was a couple days late. And that's one. this week. My schedule was flipped around, so I, I I didn't watch the premiere until like. The day, the other day, so we're gonna. And jump, I loved it, by the way. We're gonna jump into Hard Knocks. We'll, ex- we'll go back extensively. Go I'm back. a Raider fan, so I, After, I, I, I'm, uh, I'm stoked they're on Hard Knocks. I, I become not a Raider fan. It's okay. Over in the one course, episode, one episode, man. <laughs> probably of Johnny. Probably especially not of John Abram. It's the, the rookie. I I think that I hate him. I enjoy that so much. He's a knucklehead. I don't think Brandon didn't get a chance to introduce himself, talk about what he does. No, I, I you just introduce him as the expert. Why? Well, I, I, I didn't get to sell himself. I assume you said, KOB, you said KOB, didn't you? I did say okay. KOB, but yeah. maybe Van feels because people can't currently see you in a tie and looking looking gorgeous out there. So yeah, you, KOB, you've been here for a year and a half, and and obviously you do the you do the 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 Thursday through Sunday, right? Is that right? Yeah, my shift will be right Thursday through Monday. Okay, and my days off will be Tuesday, and Wednesday, which is kind of weird, but you get used to it being in in sports television. So, and then it's a lot of on location stuff. Obviously, it's a lot of in studio stuff. You do the whole the whole gambit. Kind of have to do both Mondays and Sundays and Mondays. I anchor, and then if there's anything going on, I got to go to a practice or a game, or if there's a story we want to talk about, I have to go shoot it. Uh, for those that don't know, yeah, sports guys have to. Hold the camera, do the interview, and then you come back. You have to edit it on the computer, and they have to write the script. You kind of do have to do everything. You have to you have to have your your hand in a lot of. And you're holding a two year old the whole time. I've done it. <laughs> yeah. I've done it. I had him on, my, on a carrier when he was really little. He's too big now. He's he's a big boy now. He's two years old. Just adorable. But, but I've done it. We're gonna we're gonna grab a quick break. When we come back, more high school football talk. We're gonna talk. Uh, we're gonna go back to Hard Knocks. We're talking Antonio Brown, obviously. Oh boy. Na- ABQ Central 95.9 FM and AM 610, The Sports Animal. The Sports Animal. I like when we have Brandon Ortega in. We can give give this bumper music a long bleed because he does the head bob. He does the head bob. He's feeling it. Anything with drums, just like moving because I'm a drummer. Basically, oh, anything okay. with drums, man. I'm easy. Yeah. But, but Mike, by the way, Nirvana and Kings of Leon, two for two it's, so far. Love it. You like it? Nice. Okay. I, I, I mean, anything rock music. I love rock music. Yeah. But it's, it's, yeah. Brandon Grohl over here. Uh, did Dave, you know, Dave Grohl is my idol. The, ah, well, called it. Oh, put wow. him. Put him on the list of people who make for that sure. claim. For sure. For sure. Rock is dead. I don't know if you guys are aware. Rock. No, it's Fred. You're super wrong. No, it's died again. I'm very aware. It's all about. It's all about pop and stopping Katy Perry. It's all Bill, Billie Eilish is the one. We should now. touch on that next segment. How, how, how yeah, how how uh how much are you guys paying attention to pop music right now? Uh, Billie Eilish is the one in pop music. She's yes, seventeen yes. years old. I don't. She's the one taking over. I like how you're talking to me like you feel like you're introducing this to me because you're not. Well, just, I'm making sure you know. I mean, she's she's young and up and comer. She's not everyone knows about her yet. Let me let me take a leap here, Fred. Yes. 
Your radio station is on XM1 right now. It is, yeah. You listen to pop music on the way to work this morning. Only. It was uh, Billy Eyelash. That's she, okay. she, I see what you did there. That's how Rain Wilson uh, pronounces her name. He did an interview with her because she's a huge Office fan. Oh. I just found this randomly on YouTube. Okay. Yeah, he, he asked her hardcore Office fan questions. Sure. She got almost all of them right. I was pretty impressed. Nice. Well, it's still culturally relevant over 10 years ago. No, it's not. And it's still a personality trait for teenagers. Isn't that terrible? <laughs> the Office? Yeah. yeah. Love uh-huh. the Office. You d- see? Love The Office. Oh, I love The Office, too. You do not like But I don't like Fred. I do, I do not of claim, my life. I do not claim to love it. Uh, if it's... Uh, Watch it. And now it's on Netflix, and it's hard when you're scrolling through Netflix. For now. You see The Office. Yeah, you, you, you scroll through Netflix for 30 minutes and trying you, to figure out what to watch. Yeah, like, the, okay, The Office again. Season 3 is just going to be better than yeah. most things on Netflix. That's, that's me, but Sunny and Philly. But you guys have already seen these yes. shows. Yeah. You've already seen them. That's, All that's of them. The thing you, you, yeah. That's the true sign that you Twice love a show, probably. that you will watch it over and over and over. I'm, yeah. I'm, that, I'm that person that watches things way too many times Same. after I've already seen it. All right, my we got you outnumbered, Fred. My girlfriend, no, my girlfriend's the opposite. She hates when I watch The Office. Won't do it. Like, how many times have you seen this now? Let's watch something new. The Wire. I'm on my sixth time around for The I Wire. I finished. The, I only watched like season one. That's so good. Is it on Netflix? Well, I got HBO. HBO. I could watch so it. H- HBO. Yeah, they're all on yeah. HBO. Okay. But you've already seen it. Anyway, high school football. <laughs> just, Sorry. There's so much content <laughs> out there. Oh, uh, we're so good. This is so much more fun. There's so much you can absorb. You're just going to watch it again? Yes. Because there's the good things, stuff. You watch things, the good stuff more than once. Yes, you miss little things. You, know, you notice actors. Like in The Office, you notice actors in The Office. That are now doing very well, but had a teany tiny little part. Right. Yeah, John episode. Krasinski. Right. No, no, he's a main character, like Amy oh. Adams. Right. He's a huge the Oscar nominated people. He had a tiny little part in The Office. In Same thing in The yeah. Wire, man. Steve Carell. Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan was Michael on The B. Wire. Jordan, the biggest, who's biggest person on earth yeah. in the world. Right. Yeah, I saw all of his movies once. Well, that's movies. I don't watch things twice. So I don't know if you've picked up on this yet, but Fred only watches things one time. You're one and done. Yeah. What's the point of watching? I already saw it. Well, do you only listen to songs one time? Mm. So that's the exception. That's a great analogy. Yeah. That's a really good analogy. Did you uh, listen to Billy Eyelash's Bad Guy? The once? You I like, did oh, listen That's to really good. I'm done have, forever. You have, you have no choice. That's, that's it, play, it forever. It's right now. It's playing everywhere. So you have no choice to listen to it yeah. more than once. You whenever, know what I, whenever you go to Hot Topic to get your uh, eyeliner? I listen to George Carlin tell jokes one time. Oh, that's just, that's wrong. I'm not going to listen to the same joke again. I already heard it. You know how many Mitch Hedberg well, replays I've done? I'll, I'll Zero. Go, I'll go more oh, of a, a bunch time, for me. I'll go more of a time gap with comedians. Dave Chappelle could watch a lot more, more than once, but it's got to, there's got to be more of a gap. You want me to out Fred right now? Never seen the Chappelle show. Never seen it. Okay. Well, we got to make that happen. Oh, look at that judge, what, judgmental what, face what, coming what, no, from No, one day we got to make that happen. That's okay. Brandon, it's just not culturally relevant anymore. <laughs> He's still the best in the game. And what? The, and then Chappelle show yeah. was where he really started to make his mark around the world. Everyone, that's where he was like, oh, my God, this guy's the best. Two four six zero six one zero. Brandon Ortega joins us on ABQ Central. We're talking about how Dave Chappelle is not the best in the world. Best ever. You're, you're wrong. Don't watch. Wrong. I thought you were going to do a Chappelle voice. No, no I can. I got those too. He's so de- his voice is so deep now. Who is Dave Chappelle? His voice. Is- so I didn't know what it was originally. That's real low. That's real. That's bad. But it's like you know, it's real low and it used to be high when he was. Yeah, he got all. Oh, used he to got be all high. Swole up. He got all swollen. Yeah, smoking cigarettes. Buff. Said used to be high. He's, he's got a, a buff dad bod. Yeah. like me. I'm, I got to get back in the gym more. I think it's cigarettes and creatine. Back on it. 
seen you in the gym. You're a strong guy. I only play basketball right now. I got I actually I did I did get on the stairmaster recently. <laughs> Two days in a row. I was proud of Ooh-wee. myself. Two days. Nice. Level we, ten. So a little inside baseball for the listener. Van and I go to the gym basically every day. Yeah. So we're we're not. You just, work at the gym. That's not fair. It, so the world doesn't know that in radio. And Van and I, not just friends on air. Real life. Real life friends. Real life. You guys spotting each other? Real life. We do. Well, we don't lift enough no. weight to need a spotter, but. It's mostly the sauna. But yes. <laughs> a lot of sauna, a lot of steam room. We did. A little bit bro, of elliptical. the real bro time happens. For sure. In the sauna. We're basically like shaved gerbils. So if you want to catch us. Like sauna, water, treadmill. Then eat pellets. Yeah, we that last part you got away from me there, but okay. I was I was up to speed with you. Treadmill. High school football is upon us, mm-hmm. and we know you're going to be out watching it. Uh, what's your routine, Brandon? For when you were a fan, when you were a fan of high school football, what was your routine? How did you before you were reporting on it? Before you, were, but you started like 15. No, right? unfortunately, I was, yeah, I was watching games either with a camera in my hand from the time I was 13 or 14, yeah, to announcing it on a PA announcing. Uh, desk yeah i it's I, it's really been i was maybe 10 or 11 the last time i was going to high school games and not participating in some way you know so that's so, the guy I, who's got I, a vision right there yeah i still don't know what i want to be when i grow up i i just i just i just kind of it just kind of fell into place it just like was it a situation know? when you went out for the football team in high school and you're like coach i'm here and you, and you had because <laughs> because you had like the two X gloves, so they were just too big for your hands, and and you're, and you're like, I'm gonna get out there, coach. I was so small. You're gonna yeah. do so good. I would, and- the, I would have been the smallest guy on the team yeah. if I was on the team, but I didn't even try out for the team. I I never played uh, football with pads. We were talking about. It. I only played flag football in middle school, and then by the time I got to high school, I I was more interested in other sports. And when it came to football, yeah, I either wanted to go and be the camera guy, or talk on the microphone, or um. Coach, or took, sideline reporter. You're a b-baller though, aren't you? Yeah, basketball. I that's what you, I'm always doing at the I see gym. You running yeah, point. I'm always doing that. Yeah, that I, I was the kid in in a middle school dribbling a ball, walking to school. Loved basketball. Earlier we were talking Cleveland and La Cueva. Right. Are the big dogs? Right. Who's the upstart? Who's coming after them? Well, Volcano made it to the semis last year. They're a team. They got to, they got to replace their quarterback. That's a big deal. Tough. Jake Dethridge was a very good quarterback, but we'll see how good he and he was just he was someone that played that was his first year starting and made a huge impact. So they they could be in a similar situation, bringing in someone, uh, the junior senior, got to make a big impact right away. Volcano, you got to have your eye on Volcano. Excuse me, uh, Real Rancho was very young last year. They got a lot of kids back, including their quarterback Isaiah Chavez. They could be great, um, but the, the interesting thing was will be. These schools like Volcano, your Rancho, and then you got schools the other side of town, El Dorado, Sandia, Manzano, in 6A. Is the gap going to close? Get get closer between the top two and everyone else because it was such a big gap last year. Okay. They, they were both undefeated and they were both not getting tested all that much. There was not that many close games during the regular season. Did tighten up more in the playoffs because okay. then you get schools from the rest of the state. You know, your Las Cruces is Las Cruces was great last year. Nearly beat La Cueva. It was like a defensive battle, like seven zero, ten something. It was very close. Right. I don't remember off the top of my head. But yeah, can the gap close a little bit? That's going to be interesting to see. And the you you, ha, you can't forget about the Las Cruces schools and 
schools in Roswell. Roswell was the 5A champ last year. Okay. Hey, uh, Los Lunas in 5A is going to be great this Brandon year. Brandon got a question to yes, ask sir. you. Is this the final year for Highland High School football? I hope not. Unf- I hope not. I mean, because yeah. we just talked about Albuquerque High's numbers going up from last year to this year. Hopefully that happens at Highland. Hopefully the word gets out that they really do need the numbers to get up. You know, I, you don't want to see something like that. That's another school. Been around for a while. And they have nice facilities. They have that's the school for seven on seven they go to and have seven on seven leagues. All the football schools go there, so it would be terrible if seven on seven's going on next spring and there's no football program there. I I think they're going fi- to figure out a way to to keep them. Yeah, you don't want to see something like that happen. I know uh, it's so difficult, and especially because you guys were talking about the district stuff. Where as because where I grew up it was as the bird flies thirty miles. So as the bird flies, you can go to anyone within 30 miles. And then there were some exceptions if you were finding like a parochial school or a charter school or a magnet school or whatever. Um, but that's when you're getting into real weird stuff. With that said, like if you're at a place like – like I know Espanola just canceled their season, right? So Espanola had a team, their high school team, and, and they said, well, we just don't have enough guys. There's a school in Santa Fe that did too. I can't, I can't remember the name. Yeah. And, a school in Santa Fe that had a camp. And, and I roughly heard they were going to try to combine some kids for like, but there's just no time for that. You can't create a schedule. Late, you can't do it. Yeah. yeah it's late. it's just tough. It's tough for kids to miss out on that. But but for those that will be playing it and doing it, they're gonna we're going to have a real exciting little 2019 right here. And, and we're going to be out often watching. Obviously, Brandon, you're going to be plugged into it. So, so we hope high school football just – has the best possible time we're going to have here in 19. We're going to we're going to cut this one just a little short so we can come back cuz we're going to talk one more time with our next is cuz Brandon's a Raiders guy. So we're excited to see the his passion. And the Raiders. 95.9 FM and AM 610 The Sports Animal. 95.9 FM and AM 610 The Sports Animal. Mike, I love you. Vital teeing him up for Brandon my jam baby abq central during the break uh the caller asks brandon lobo football go they're gonna win more than three games this year it has to happen out of 125 division one football teams to happen there's too much talent on this team there's more depth across the board in positions that they they were just getting killed in because they lost their top guy they lost their best linebacker sure well one of their best linebackers last year, Alex Hart. Uh, they had some, Evan Toy was a great linebacker until uh, he got suspended. Trent Sellers got hurt before this, before camp camp started and he gets hurt. Tavaka Tuioti, obviously. Uh, thank you, Mike, with the, the hand signal. Tavaka Tuioti gets hurt in the second game and then fourth game, and he's out for the year. And they already had their backup quarterback down. They've got two guys that are competing – very hard right now, Sharon Jones and Brent Hughes that are looking good. But and Tavaka is actually gone right now, uh, attending to family. Uh, he's got a, a family uh, member mm-hmm. that's very ill. Um, but uh, running back, I like a lot this year. I mean, there's just I feel like there's more depth across the board. Receivers too. They lost a receiver in the first game in Trent. Excuse me, in a Q Drennan first play of the first game Ugh. it was just injuries last year i mean that, that was that was the big thing and it, and it made them look so much worse than they actually were last year and i th- feel like if the, even if there is injuries this year there's going to be some more depth they're going to win more than three games how many games are they going to be bowl eligible that's going to be tough to say because they have to they have to win some road games in conference this year they have to go to wyoming they have to go to boise state they have to go to oh, you ever man, seen the blue field 
You've been to? Uh, I've always, never been. Never I would been? love to go. Road trip it this year? You go? KOB bosses. I would love to go, please. So you set, are you setting the over-under at three and a half this year, Brandon? No, I'm just saying they're going to win more than three games. And okay. I think it could get up to six. Ooh-wee, I like that. I think it could. But again, they have to win. Coach Davey would agree with me. you got to win on the road. Speaking they of— They only won at, at UNLV last year in conference. It's the only that, road? That was the only road game oh, they wow. won. And, and UNLV didn't have their starting quarterback last year, so that, that helped— a lot. I think everyone beat UNLV last year because of that. Uh, they're going to win more than three games. I just it, saw. It, there's no. There's no doubt in my mind it's going to be more than three. It's just. A, it's just going to be a matter of how much. I was taking a CBS, CBS Sports article. They're not in the top ten. So I was looking to see if they're in the top ten. Um, of what? College football ranking. Bottom. They're just not. Bottom. They're not in the top ten. Which one are you looking at? CBS Sports. Yeah. So. Clem- yeah, I think Clemson like, is number one. I think it's one twenty-seven. Right now, in New Mexico State, mm. one twenty-eight. I think is what I heard. Oh my god! And there's only one hundred and thirty, right? One hundred and thirty. Yeah. Gosh. New Mexico love. But shout out, guys. But I don't take too much stock in preseason rankings. There's been number one teams that didn't end up in the top twenty-five, and it's usually Notre Dame. Years. <laughs> That's one that happened, yeah. and then the Lobos play them in week two. So in South Bend, Davis Davy apparently has uh, some better arms and hands this year. They're going to open it up a little more instead of being ground heavy. And I like the the coordinating. Changes they made. Uh, what, the defensive coordinator, Coach Peterson, was already here. But Joe Daly comes from – he's the offensive coordinator. He comes from Liberty. Sharp guy, a future head coach. Ooh, and they play Liberty, huh? Future, yeah, they do. Future, beef. Some beef. Future head coach, no doubt in my mind, Joe I Daly. I think they was. are – they're ranked 129, Liberty. So just heads Are they? I have no idea. Yeah, I, mean, I was going to say. I, 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 Don't you lie. No. But no, the Lobo season, they get the 31st is the home opener and – that's, yeah. that's Sam, Sam Houston State, yeah. who will not be easy. That no. would be a test. They they sling it. That's and, the team that throws and it. And the Lobos are keep talking about how serious they're taking them. What was that? Got a We're caller, doing? Brandon. Are you ready for this one? Let's do it. I apologize because I missed the – Danny, you're live with us with Brandon Ortega yeah. at KOB. Danny, what's going on, friend? What's, uh, what's on your Lobo mind? Hey, guys. First of all, I like your new show. Hope it uh, continues doing good. Oh, that's very kind of you. Thank you. Yeah, well, I just wanted to go ahead and call in. I'm a, I, I'm going to say that the local football team is going to win more than, well, they're going to win six games or more. So maybe more than right. six games. So that's what I'm looking at. I know that was, I'm with the, there's a lot of talent. There's a lot of, uh, we got that uh, transfer from UCLA on the defensive side as well. And as soon as they figure out the quarterback situation with this new offensive coordinator from Liberty, I, I really do I feel good about this. And uh, so I think we can squeeze six wins out. If, if they beat Notre Dame, I agree with you. <laughs> uh, Dan, so Dan, you, know, you know that they just got to give, uh, they just got to show up a little bit. You know what I mean? Danny's, I've seen some good games back in the past, even when the Lobos weren't that strong, like when they went to Nebraska and and uh, you know, of course, the big Boise State game. So, anyways, I just wanted to call you guys, great show, and uh, go Lobos. Oh, thanks, Danny. Oh, thanks, what Danny. A, what a good friend and a listener, Danny. Great stuff. Uh, he's talking about. Brandon Burton from mm-hmm. UCLA. Yeah. Coach Davies very high on him. Um, and then there's other transfers that have come in, a lot of junior college transfers that have come in that they're very excited about. Uh, but one transfer that missed out last year I talked about, Trent Sellers. He's the big, big X factor on defense. If he stays healthy, they feel like he's going to make a lot of uh, – he's going to make a big impact this year. Uh, but then quarterback, we I mentioned Tavaka Tuioti's gone right now attending to family, uh, a family illness – if he were here right now, I feel like he would already be separating himself as the number one guy. Mm-hmm. But now with him gone, it's making it more interesting just because he's not here. 
there's more of a question mark. But I feel like the sooner he gets here, the sooner we're going to know Tabaka could be the guy. Because since he arrived here, Lobos have just been, he could be the guy. Is, he's, he's got that potential. He could be the guy. He's just not staying healthy. That's his whole thing. And right now, he's he's healthy. He's just back in California attending to family stuff. All so. right. Both of you guys, I don't need explanations. I just need W's or L's. Sam Houston State. Dub. W. Okay. Notre Dame. L. Just ask the next one. New Mexico State. Dub. W. They, they beat them last year on the road. They got them in Albuquerque this year. That's a W. Liberty. I feel like it could be a W. Push. Cause, no, because Joe Daly coming here i feel like that makes a difference knows liberty's offense you have the lobos at three and one san jose state w it's even though it's on the road too that's a w w colorado state that is here and colorado state has just kept beating the lobos year after year wrl brandon w i'm going l sorry guys wyoming on the road at wyoming wyoming edges them out w same oh sorry 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 no I, no, no. I'm, I'm wyoming edges that's a that's a l okay that's going to be tough. Hawaii. That's here. Yep. W. Sorry, L. <laughs> Nevada. On the road, L. Same. Air Force. That is here. Oh, man. I, I'm probably going to have to say L, though. Okay. They're tough. You're they're, holding they're them. They're tough. They're tough. Van, you don't have them over three in jet. Boise I, State. I have them at six right now, right? You got them at six. Yeah. That, that's, I got three. That's, that's on the road, baby. That's, that's, that's the blue field. That's going to be really hard. Yeah, it's going to be tough. You, you, you can't. Yeah, that's disrespecting the Broncos. You say it's a W. It's an L. Utah State. That is on the road. No, that's, that's here. That's, that's here. That's home. here. But yeah, Utah but State's a, got a Heisman that's candidate. That's a top 25 team. It's a top 25 team. Heisman candidate and Jordan Love. That's a, that's an L. That's another L. All right, so, Vane, you got him at three wins. Brandon, you have him at six. And uh, I'll just split the difference and say maybe. So the game that <laughs> I was just talking about this with Lee, we were doing the exact same thing, going through the schedule just like we did right now. Yeah. Colorado State, that's the game right there. You have to beat them if you want to be bowl eligible. I'll, I'll watch them. And you know what? This is this is speculation, gentlemen. Really like any given Saturday, right? The boys can show up and do what they do. Well, if if they beat Colorado State, they're bowl eligible, and then they play them again in the New Mexico Bowl because <laughs> that's a good one. Hey, to be. Brandon. Uh, the, yes, sir. For people like me, New Mexico State Aggies, what do you think of their their year? Better than last year's? Hangover? They're going to be better than last year. Yeah, yeah. They were they were young in key positions, and they're yeah they're going to have better experience. Uh, gosh. The quarterback. Josh Adkins. Yeah, a year. Texas kid from San Antonio. Yeah, awesome quarterback. Great potential. He's going to be better. And I think with him being better, the Aggies will be better on offense. Five wins, four wins, six wins. What did they have last year? Was it three? Yeah, they had uh, three, yeah. Yeah, I, I I think they're just like the Lobos. They have to win more than three. It's just a matter of they're an independent school, so they you know they, they play all these really good schools. What are they opening up with, Alabama? Washington, Washington State. Washington State, then Alabama? Go Cougs. Then uh, Alabama. <laughs> So, I mean, I'm sorry. That's, I mean, that's how many L's Aggies too. are going to be alive? That's two L's right there right off the bat. And, yeah, exactly. Who's going to be healthy after that? Yeah. Playing it's a winless Mike season for your, Winless season for your Texas Aggies. Or, excuse me, New Mexico State. <laughs> They're going to win more than three. I'm saying that for the, sure. Definitely more than three. I've seen weirder stuff happen in sports, and I saw it this week when Antonio Brown publicly released that he froze the bottom of his feet off. Oh, man. He cannot walk on his own feet. Did you guys see the Instagram post? Uh, wait, he, he of, can't walk on his own feet right now? Of it, course. No, he couldn't last week. He couldn't last week. So his feet so, are better now. And now. So in Hard Knocks, the footage that you saw, was that pre-Frostbite or after That was frostbite? post. Yeah. That, that was post-Frostbite. Yeah. He was running yeah. around. He was running around. Mm. He, was like, he was running around faster than most receivers in the NFL still. But those that. blisters, oh my God. It's the, cutting, it's the cutting that he couldn't do right. in episode one. Right. And 
Well, okay, you're really downplaying the severity of this. <laughs> well, he, for just the for just the frostbite stuff. He burned with cold the bottom of his feet off, and you thought, well, he won't get much dumber than that. Antonio Brown, your brain. Hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> Let me show you how yeah. dumber we could get. If you were like us, and the kids are going back to school, and you got a lot going on outside your life and the workplace, you didn't see this story. And because you didn't see it, let me break it down for you real quick. Antonio Brown says, I don't want to play with your football by your football rules because you're making me wear a hat I don't want to wear. I quit. Helmet is what he's talking about. Yes. For those out there. Yeah. Is he, that that's the hill you're going to die on, Antonio? He says, You I, held out on a 10 win team, got shipped to the Raiders, he, finally got your money you asked for, right. froze the bottom of your feet off. And then all, now you're going to die on this his, helmet all, hill? That is all his fault, too. You can't blame anyone. No, you can't blame anyone. It's probably, his fault. You know it's probably fault posted on the wall, the instructions, in plain English. You have English. to wear socks and shoes, is for what I'm told, when you do the, what, what, what is it called? The, Cryogenics. The cryogenic, cryogenic treatment. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a Victor Conte thing. The the thing about... <laughs> it's like walking into Mr. Freeze's house. you you, you got to wear socks and shoes. But I wouldn't hate that. I hate this. And and the thing I hate more at number one is John Gruden not paying Cleo Mack and paying Antonio Brown because there's a mm. gigantic difference. It's mm. gonna haunt Raider fans for the rest. Literally, of the days. No all of eternity. Mack. Yeah, that's gonna haunt us forever. And now because his feet don't work and he's laid up and he's doing nothing, he says, "Well, I can't play anyways. I'm not gonna be able to perform right now. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna draw some freaking attention to myself and say that I'm gonna I'm gonna pick this hill like you pointed out yeah. to die on for helmets just because the NFL wants to take care of me." They want yeah. me to protect my brain. <laughs> Sorry, brain. And whatever hairdo I have this week. It's not good. Ooh, it, keeps ooh. changing his hairdo. I, uh, I disagree, Fred. It's a really good haircut. He's trying to quit. That's his his leverage move. Is, on, man. That's, he's 30 crazy. years old. This is crazy. It's crazy. This is nuts. Yeah. John Gruden said we got the best one. We got the, he's the best one. I, I don't do a John Gruden. Brandon, we didn't, we didn't get a chance to talk. Uh, hey, Amen. Antonio Brown. To Hobbs Eagles or Portales Rams football. So I want to send a <laughs> shout out to my cousins, uh, Coach Ramirez and Coach Stevens. Good uh -huh. luck this year, gentlemen. I love, I love the Hobbs basketball gym. Colt probably, good. probably best in the state. Colt McCoy. In the high school ranks. Colt McCoy is from Hobbs. So after my shout out, I want to. Colt McCoy, wanna... no, he's from Texas. Oh, I thought he was from Hobbs. No, he's from. He was, he's born, from in, he was born in Hobbs. He's from the Abilene area. He went to Jim Ned High School. Mm, still born in Hobbs. Still born in Hobbs. <laughs> So there's 34 helmets that Antonio Brown can choose from. Right? Rawlings. Right. But he doesn't want right. any of them. He wants the one he wore last year. He wants, well, he wants the one he's wore his whole career. His whole career. That's the whole thing. That's he been outlawed. Change. Yeah. Deion Sanders did that. He took his FSU helmet everywhere, just repainted it every time. Didn't know that. Is that a fact? That's, that's kinda, a fact. That's pretty cool. Oh, my cool. goodness. That's, yeah. And I get it. It's a new wrinkle in the if, brain. If, I like that. If you're going to emulate someone... It's going to be Deion Sanders. Yeah, but Brandon said it perfectly. Of his life. Brandon said it's a wrinkle in the brain, and that's what you're going to get if you wear this old busted helmet. Uh -huh. yeah. You're going to get brain injuries. Yeah, that's true. Have you ever seen the science behind some of this stuff? It's not an accident that they're telling you to wear this better yes, helmet. Yes, I saw the Will Smith movie with the horrible South African accent. Yes, tell, I saw it, tell Fred. The truth. <laughs> tell the truth. <laughs> Spot on. It's my guy, Will Smith. Aaron Rodgers put on the new helmet. Tom Brady put on the new helmet. Drew Brees put on the new helmet. Everyone wears the new helmet. Not AB. Oh, watch how quick. As soon as his feet get better, he, he's not talking about this anymore. So Albuquerque, we're going to be talking a lot of AB and oh, hard knocks God. in the coming weeks. I love it so much. My session. Brandon, thank you for your time this morning. Thank you for being Thanks here. Thanks for having me, guys. Anything we can do or say for you before we go? 
Oh uh, yeah, I mean let's let's get pumped for high school football. Uh. Scrim- scrimmages this week, games the week after that. New Mexico game day on KOB at ten thirty. We'll have a bunch of highlights and scores, and we're gonna have a lot of fun this year. So I'm looking forward to this season. We appreciate you, Brandon. Mike Vital, we appreciate you. This is ABQ Central. I'm Fred Sloan. That's my partner, Van Nunley. See you next week, Burke. Good job, everyone. GG.